to be continued, a fanboy podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and our newly minted YouTube channel. That's to be continued, a fanboypodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm getting to that. Please remember to like and subscribe. And as always, a five-star rating is appreciated. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. It's all come down to this. Jedi. Sith. Dark side versus light. The cunning heroes of the resistance against the brutal power of the First Order. This epic rivalry may have started a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, but it ends for now, this Christmas season. Our rebel resistors may have taken some heavy losses of some of their best players on the field, including legendary All-Pro Luke Skywalker. But they made it through to the end with some impressive new faces, like Young Rey. The First Order on paper would seem to have the advantage, but with an unstable team captain in Kylo Ren, can they seal the deal? It all comes down to the final wire. Blaster to blaster, saber to saber. Who will the Force be with? Stick around as our TBC sports team analyze the players and teams that got us to here. Join me, Miguel Alejandro Velez, Edward Ng, Jonathan Vergara, our color commentator, and TBC's intergalactic sports own, Anna Marie Stanimir Grimaud for the TBC Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Pre-game show has been brought to you by BMW, Beskar Motorworks, Concord Dawn's finest producers of speeders and speeder bikes. Beskar Motorworks, this is the way. Little Java's Pizza, order of full-size bantha lovers, and get an order of a dozen Twi'leki bread knots for free. Little Java's Pizza, Hoochoo-a-Wonky. The Crazy Jawa Sports Bar and Grill. Bring all the scavengers you know for a night of spice, sports, and of course, good times. And finally, Lumpy Brand Wookie Oil. When a Wookie wants to get that rich, luxurious sheen, there's no better brand of fur oil than Lumpy's. Just look for Lumpy's face on the tin. As Lumpy would say, And welcome back. This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. Fun. This fun. is the way now. <laughs> today. <laughs> if you cannot tell, uh, this episode is going to be sh- shock full of those wars among the stars, which uh, we don't refer to. Yeah. De estrella. You know, that intro was a little bit Star Trek, by the way, I have to say. And uh, so we will be covering, uh, for our big comeback, since we've been away for a little bit, uh, last time we were on was the our Joker show, with uh, the same group, I might add. Uh, so we're going to be talking a sort of a Star Wars Rise of Skywalker pregame show, as it were. Uh, and then we will be getting into the Disney Plus Star Wars streaming show, the Mandalorian. 
Uh, I am your host, Miguel Alejandro Velez, joined as always by... I'm also here, Edward Ng, along with uh, Jonathan Vergara uh, here at Pancake Studio. That's me. And bumped up to primetime, um, formerly our uh, foreign correspondent, Anna Maria. How can she formerly? She's still our former. <laughs> she, you, you are, she yeah. didn't step down from that role. Uh, well, I bumped her up to primetime. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Anna Maria Stanimir Gramo, all the way out in Anisi, France. Welcome, Anna. I have spoken. <laughs> yes, she has. Yes, she has. Uh, uh, I, a couple of things. Wait, wait, you're on the contract. You have to say in French now. <laughs> J'ai parlé. <laughs> you're much better looking than Nick Nolte as an Ugnaught, I must say. <laughs> I, I, that, that might be damning with faint praise because I guess anyone is better looking than a Nick Nolte Ugnaught combination. John, you're better than <laughs> Nick Nolte as an Ugnaught. Yeah, you're Thank like, you. that doesn't, that's not saying a lot, man. <laughs> The bar is low. The bar is very low. Is this the, is this the part where I say multipass? <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't no. We can't. We can't cross pollinate the the franchises like that. No. Uh, so uh, before we get into that, uh, really, very very quickly, Edward, very mm. very quickly. Normally we keep these things at the end there. Very quickly. No, no. Very. Quickly. Oh, right, right, right. Um, uh, a sad day for fanboys. Um. Uh, we had a recent passing of a actor who was really, really well known among the fanboy scent. Um, had a lot of success as a character actor in many, many things that yeah, uh, yeah. One that, of the know, greatest, one of the greatest uh, successful character actors of all time, and voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. You know, had done like uh, we we lost uh, Rene Abagenois the other day. Uh, Benson, Benson, Benson. Uh, that's that's ex- how I know him. Exactly. You 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 may know him as Clayton on Benson, but of course. <laughs> Every fanboy knows Odo from uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, and he was well known. He's as also a, a Starfleet officer in, in the Star Undiscovered Trek Six, Country. Yes, and he's he, also the candlesticks in the Bell and no, Bell and no. Bet. no, that's that's, that's Orbach. Jerry, or, that's that's Jerry, Jerry Orbach. <laughs> no, he played. He played in what? What was his? Not really? in Beauty and the Beast. No, I don't think yeah. he was in Beauty and the Beast. I might be wrong, but I know he definitely wasn't uh, the candlestick. Regardless, um, he also okay. was a well-known voiceover actor. Anyone who grew up with the Bruce Tim uh, DCAU uh, uh, various series, he often voiced Desaad. Father. No, no, Desaad. Not yeah, I know, that. but he would say he would call. No, Darkside. That, no, he's not Desaad. Desaad right. was Desaad's not Calabac. You're missing. You're, you're oh, okay. Uh, Desaad was the one with the hood. Uh, well, right. also more importantly, is he had originated playing Desaad in the 1985 Superpowers. Mm. Uh, which was a continuation of the Super Friends series. And then he was brought back during the Bruce Tim era and voiced him uh, multiple times from there. And, um, you know, he was just a really well-known uh, character actor, a lot of success, a lot of fanboy stuff. Uh, also did a lot of video game work and, you know, comedy series and things. Well, the last time, the last time I saw him, uh, he was on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia every day. He's going to get me in trouble with some people <laughs> online. I don't... We'll just gloss over <laughs> It's Always Sunny for right now. Reek, if you're out there, uh, Perfect Cell, I'm working on it, all right? <laughs> I'm working on it. Don't hunt me down. I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. So basically there is, a, 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 so you have an associate. Don't, we're not going to say anything more. No more. We're skipping forward. No, I don't no, want no, any You guy. have to preface it. I bit. don't want any, they, the people who know, know, that's all that's important. Moving on. <laughs> 
Okay. What the hell's going on? <laughs> John, uh, I'll Sorry, let you... I, my, my face was in my phone texting. <laughs> and, uh, I'll, so I'll tell you later. No, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. God rest the soul of Rene Albajumois. This is how it all started. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just needed a, uh, you know, I, I thought it would be nice to. Um, this started because she called him a candlestick maker? No, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, but just rest in peace, Rene Albajumois. Um, definitely an, uh, a figure in the fanboy world who, you know, uh, contributed a lot, mm-hmm, yeah. a lot of sci-fi, yeah. a lot of fantasy stuff, and also was a great, just one of, you know, the great character actors. Uh, okay. So moving from Star Trek to Star Wars. Sorry to throw a monkey wrench, but okay. I ordered a little bit of butter <laughs> okay. and let me just show you and... <laughs> They're, they're trying to kill you, he's, John. He's, it's, he's, it's, kill it's cholesterol. Butter's good for you. Well, listen, John. <laughs> you're you know, French, of course. You're, you're, yeah, you're French. French. But no, John, 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 is much better for John. you than margarine. I have medical proof of this. You're, so. John. You live in the heart of Bagel Central, Brooklyn. Okay, Park Slope, Brooklyn. Okay, home of we the need bagel. to go video. By the way, because we need because you need like we this. need we need to share your butter with the world. <laughs> Dude, I, I would totally episode. I would totally take a portion of that, put it in a pan and fry something up real quick right. and put it on the sandwich. <laughs> right. OK, that's what I would do. All right. John, 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 John. She's John. Yum. You're it's not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Star Wars. Hey, hey back to Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that looks like the craters on I don't know what planet. Yeah, seriously, that's what like, they I'm, use. I'm kind of waiting for the mouth, you know, oh. that, that eats. Yeah, I, definitely. Know, the the Millennium Falcon to come out of that. There's a war in my artery right now just looking at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, There's a what phantom it, menace in my heart. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, this uh, is uh, <laughs> did you? What? What? What 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 is it, Master Obi Wan? Do you feel as though thousands of voices were suddenly cried out in pain? Uh, uh, no, there's my, an artery problem my, going on my here. My LCLs right now. are kind of high. No, today. Don't worry, there will be a rise of Vergara. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, uh, getting back to serious business. Serious business. Star Wars is so serious. Um, <laughs> we have the rise of Skywalker opening. This is the end of uh, the the saga, the, the Skywalker sequel saga. trilogy saga. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously everyone is waiting, uh, for, for this, uh, and, and yet after, not after, after sort of, af- after the somewhat of the, uh, a bit of the controversy that happened with the last Jedi and the reception and its division among fans. And again, division, because there are yeah. people like myself who I adore like that movie, even with some things I admit are flaws, mm-hmm. but adore it. And then there are people who bad. hate it. I never thought well, a single one were bad. Here's a, here's an example. So so uh, we have some old guests. Um, Jeremy Martin, King of Star Wars, could not make it to the to 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 the show, but over the course of months coming up to towards the end of the week, and Star uh, Rise of Skywalker is going to be shown this Friday, um, uh, wide release. He's been like, eh, you know, like um, if 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 all the spoilers are leading up to what I think is what I think it's going to be, then it's going to be an overwhelming meh. Meanwhile, really? That's what he said. He do check your text. I, I, I maybe I, I, I kind of like remember now. him saying that it was more that he didn't <clears throat> that the trailers didn't excite him as trailers. I don't think he said that the movie he wasn't looking. Well, his responses to- have been overwhel- underwhelming. Um, by far, okay. especially for a guy like Jeremy Martin, who we've had on, and and we know, these we, know. we know how the king of Star Wars is. Now that said, 
uh, a former a former guest of the show, Xavier, my my pal Xavier, right? So, bring him up. who said, who claimed that the last Jedi killed his childhood? This is I'm quoting it, <laughs> Xavier. Yeah. You know what you said, and he was so disappointed. And now I he's remember. just like, he told me the other, the other day, he's like, I'm 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 trying to give another chance because I'm really excited for for Rise of Skywalker. So it's really gotten his juices flowing again. So those <laughs> there so are so those strange di- it's a weird, diametrically yeah. opposed uh, thing. Now, Anna, let me ask you a question: How are you feeling? Uh, about the the release coming up uh, and your expectations for the film, how uh, how much have you seen in terms of like trailers or commercials or stuff? I've seen them all. I've seen them all, and then I <laughs> no, went you on, on YouTube. I did. I went on YouTube and I started like looking up all kinds of theories. There was a particular theory that I particularly loved that I found to be very clever, but I don't know if that's the direction they're heading in. But um, listen, I mean, Star Star Wars remains. One of the great, you know, franchises of all time. I think it's a lot of fun. I was disappointed. I think my comment the last time around was, you know, uh, failure, the greatest teacher is. Um, and that was my comment for episode seven. So I'm, now it's confronting uh, I'm sorry, episode eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of feeling like if failure, greatest teacher is, you know, which is what Yoda says in the, in the movie. Then I'm, I'm kind of hoping that episode nine is going to be one of those moments where they've learned something okay. from. Let me let me ask you a question. Um, so so you you were definitely firmly in the not 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 a lot of love for Last Jedi. Not a lot of love for Last Jedi. No, okay. not a lot of love. They're 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 so you know in preparation. Obviously, me and the family, we all took episode <laughs> six, seven, and eight and watched it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> by the way, I, I pr- by the way, just, just marathon, want to point out, we said shoot. Star Wars was serious business. It is yes. obviously serious <laughs> business in Anna's household. We it have the kids put put the homework away. All right, <laughs> all right. We're not going to soccer yeah, practice. Like, you know, we've got we've got work no to do. Problem. I'm like, what work? Who cares? You know, like my old one. She's like, I'm passing my my back. My my you know the SATs. Basically, the the French equivalent of the SATs this year. I'm like, who cares? No one's going to care about your SAT score. Twenty years from now, they're going to be asking you if you you know how many times you've seen Star Wars, not yes. you know what your grade on your SAT was. So I have to counter what you said that you've seen everything. Uh, I was on Reddit last night. Okay, we'll, we'll you get, have not seen. We'll get into, no we'll get one has seen anything. I have not seen everything. Don't go right, to Reddit. So I'm, I'm going to ask an, um, uh, about that. I can ask you a question, Anna. Um, what was that theory that you 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 uh, tickled your fancy? What was what was the the theory there? One of the big moments that bothers me about episode eight um, is obviously the genealogy of of Ray, and I kind of felt like you know those three seconds of uh, what's his name. <laughs> the guy. Anyway, um, what's his name? Yeah, the, the Snoke. Jesus. Oh, no, the John Snoke. N- no, <laughs> uh, sorry. The the guy did the, the Ben 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 Solo. They okay, ben okay. What about Kyle? I was looking for his other name. Um, anyway, so when Ben Solo goes up to her, he goes, you know, I know who your parents are, and your parents are not extraordinary and you know they're normal people who left you behind to you know they sold you for you know mm-hmm. some booze basically um that that you did that 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 perturbed you for some reason well it didn't perturb me but i kind of felt like you know there's one of two things that could have been happening there thing number one that could have been happening is obviously um the truth you know that's that's who she is and thing number two is that it's something that he tells her in order to sway her to come to the dark side I adhere more to the second version. I still don't think that Ray's lineage is very determined. 
Okay. Very well and so defined. what? And so what is this theory? Uh, so this theory is that you know when she walks into the cave, which is by the way one of my favorite moments of episode eight, when she walks into the cave, and she looks at herself in a glass, she sees infinite versions of herself. And so one of the theories online is that Ray is actually a clone mm -hmm. that was made. I buy it. Um, Ah, so that goes with the multiple versions yeah. that we see there. Mm -hmm. They'll, they'll. That goes with the multiple versions okay. exactly. And one of the reasons why I particularly liked this theory is because you know in the trailers for episode nine we hear the emperor's voice right, yeah. or the emperor's laugh to be more specific. Yeah. And so the idea of clones is, I think, somehow coming back. Or... Well, well, Ed, Ed will tell you that I had, uh, I had a Palpatine connection, like going all the way back to. Uh, the force awakens i said it would be that's so true. great it would be that's so true. great and i called it... you crazy at the time by the way man culpa <laughs> <laughs> oh he's still crazy don't worry no, about it. don't worry about it but yeah i i i so i thought that that would be really great because it would go towards the idea of you know that evil isn't inheritable that yeah. that you know ben solo comes from you know two of our heroes trained by the you know the main hero of the original trilogy and he turns bad and she can have the blood of Palpatine in her and be, and be the, 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 the balancing force, be the force for good. I, I, I like that. I also like the, of course, well, back then I was going on an so, idea of, of, of Luke having hooked up with someone in the emperor's family. Like, like Luke had fallen in love with, say a daughter of Palpatine or something and you know I, I think I think if we're talking genetics I think we kind of have to I, anyway this is this is the portion of the of the of the theory that I kind of allow myself to explore because one of the things that I did a lot of work on before episode eight came out was you know where does Ray come from and so there's thousands of theories one of my favorite was Obi-Wan Kenobi mm -hmm. and we know that Obi-Wan Kenobi visited the site where the clones were being made so it's not a far, far sketch to think that, um, far stretch, sorry, to think that um, somehow they got hold of Obi-Wan Kenobi's genetics and that Rey is actually genetically manufactured as the ultimate Jedi because she reunites several different um, attributes that so, every single... So, so we're going um, for a Dragon Ball Z perfect cell thing here. Well, Shout out to John who always wants to mention <laughs> Dragon Ball yes. Z. Where uh, there's a character in Dragon Ball Z that basically is like that. It's I like, yeah, yeah. It's like a, con a a combination of like, oh, yeah. all these villains and heroes, and like you know, ultimately powerful. I, you know, hey, why not? As uh, as, as Jeremy, Jeremy, would say. Jeremy does maintain and, and, the. And that. there's also something else that's very exciting about this, and I'm gonna kill. This is like a huge spoiler alert. Is that you know, again, we keep going back to the idea that a thousand generations are in her, right? Well, at the beginning, the Jedi were neither you know dark side or light side. They were Jedis who basically used both sides of the force. So if she's indeed genetically ma manufactured to do that, then perhaps she is going to be spawning a new generation where in order to maintain equilibrium, it's not about always fighting the dark side. It's about being able to use both sides wisely. Right. Anyway, so that, that's, that's my three cents. That's, that's okay. the whole... Thus, the last Jedi. <laughs> right. Thus, the last Jedi. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, All right. So, John, John, Skywalker. John, let me let me ask you, John. Okay. So, uh, going into this, uh, what are what are your what is your feelings going into uh, the movie coming out? Uh, you have any any of your own predictions or anything else? Have you watched all the trailers and all the other commercials or what? No, I haven't. Okay. But I will say this: 
This is not the last Jedi. This is not the last movie. Disney did not pay a of course. $50 billion dollars <laughs> to wrap everything up in this last movie. You know they're just saying that. Like P. Diddy says every five, ten years. This is my last record. <laughs> last paying to, tra- uh, to Paris. Yo, come buy some ticket sales. Come see me. Uh, you know, you know what, you know what the real how you know. You're and before go? P Diddy, you got the Rolling Stones. This yes, is my yeah. last well, then, concert. Well, yeah. well, I, exactly. see, here's the issue. Now we really know why John John is getting old because <laughs> even that even P Diddy as a reference is dated these days. <laughs> last train to Paris is outdated. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my God. so uh, are you are so. Are you are you excited for for it? Or are you looking I'm forward? I'm one of these guys that enjoyed all the movies. Yeah, um, you, you know, like you guys have said, maybe there's a couple of points where you were disappointed, or you didn't see plot lines the way you wanted to see them carried out. But there are great action movies. They're great uh, visually. There's you know there's a lot of morals, good characters. And, and, that's you know, true. Good acting. There's uh, you know uh, meta meta stories in there and. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this movie. Okay. So, that's... Um, you have any theories yourself? Anything you want to see play out? Anything? I thought, for some reason in my stupid brain, I thought that uh, Ren and Ray are brother-sisters. Okay. Is that established? No. No, no, no. So that, I just made that up. You're just, yeah, you're just making okay. shit up right now. <laughs> but it, it could be a good theory, too. Why not? Okay. I thought there was... There, there has to be a fine line between making shit up and, and the theory, right? <laughs> yes. It's called... That's where science comes in. <laughs> I mean, that's a direct quote of Charles Darwin, by the way. Just a, There's a fine line between <laughs> just a theory and just making shit up, you know. <laughs> Science. <laughs> uh, so okay, so you, you're not, you don't have any. Camp is, down is this is this like is this the theory of like you know Hollywood Star Wars where basically you know Camino is the place that you go get kids when you can't make them yourselves and that's what happened to Leia you know after all of the attacks she's you know survived. Like well, well, it, we're well, we're going to. When get... she shot off into space in the last. Movie, <laughs> they Mary Poppins style. They froze her eggs. I, yeah, they froze her eggs. There you go. Exactly. But, uh, uh, believe it or not, Anna, you're bringing up Camino uh, again, and believe it or not, we're gonna we're gonna get into Camino in the Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> believe it or yes, not. we are. Is there awesome. A, is there uh, a Camino okay. dragon? But no, I'm not. I'm not done yet here. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, we're not talking about Mandalorian. Though. Not yet. No, okay, no, no. Okay. okay. Um, last, oh, I was disappointed. What happened to Soki? Soki was this big, crazy... Snoke. Snoke. Soki. 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 No, that... True Sith. I was a little disappointed in that. Right. I was like, this is... So big, are you, so are you hoping... Monsters. Are you hoping that they get some revelations here? I want some, some answers. <laughs> <laughs> this is you. You're the guy. You're you're. See, you're the guy that is at the uh, new. Re, you know the new republic, uh, whatever their congress is, yeah. the senate, and you're you're like like, Mister Palpatine. We need some answers. Remember, you are under oath. <laughs> <laughs> My administration does not have to testify. I have indicated to the gentleman. <laughs> You may talk to my attorney, Mr. Giuliani. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Okay, all right, all right. Revenge um, of the fifth. So, so is this the wrong time to mention that Snoke is just kind of like an oversized golem? Yeah. Well, well same it, guy. it's the same guy. It's it's Annie Circus, you know. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. So same a little guy. bit. Uh now Edward, you okay. you um you have seen 
Just about everything, right? Well, not just about everything, but uh, like I say, choose your words carefully. I, you know, fortunately, I'm I'm the type of person that that I'm not big on the whole spoiler thing. If I get spoiled, I get spoiled. Like eventually, because maybe my brain works that way. It's like eventually, I'm going to know anyway. So fine, just That's lay it on. That's true. So I like I, that. I, like I like I said, I completely went. Completely agree with that. I'm on Reddit a lot now, and I <laughs> I see a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, and I saw. Stuff that was, you know, the way Reddit works is they're, they give you an image that's sort of like, like kind of uh, uh, um, smoked out or fogged up, and then if you if you want to see it, you 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 hit you click on the image. And what I saw was I don't know who I guess there was a premiere that they leaked out a bunch of images, um, but J.J. Abrams. I haven't said anything. It's okay. Now, J.J. Abrams did say that we're getting a lot of answers. That all like all the everything will be answered for you. I will just remind everyone he produced Lost. He did produce Lost. That's all I'm going to say about that. At the end of that, that man show. saying that he is going to give you answers, Ed? <laughs> and you believe him? For so, God's sake. So what's going to happen is this, right? The entire all cast the answers will be an episode. Their entire cast Ed. they sit in the church. And then, like you know, there's an airplane there, right? Who's that? Well, and, and who's a, who? Who's who's our favorite uh, bald guy that was always a uh, uh, Terry O'Quinn? Terry O'Quinn. See, I'm the- if Terry O'Quinn shows up in the last reel of Rise of Skywalker and gives us the ending for Lost, I might forgive him. I might forgive JJ for everything. I was like, this was brilliant. This was the biggest con in the history of the world. It's been almost 10 years well, since this funny, show went right? off the air, so, and you're giving us the answers now in a Star wait, 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 Wars movie. So, the Last Jedi explains Lost. Lost, exactly. So, so here, here's a funny thing. It seems that J.J. Abrams, has, island was all, ha, JJ Abrams has his hand on a bunch of things. I was listening to uh, um, Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, uh, his podcast, and he has Kerry Russell on. Kerry Russell plays a bounty hunter in Rise of Skywalker. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I forgot that J.J. Abrams had his, he created Felicity. Yes. <laughs> okay, so so he's got his hand in that, you know. And like, and, and Felicity uh, is what gave us Alias. So wait, it's so what are gave we us Alias. To expect even the Lucas in this. <laughs> <laughs> and Aliens gave us Ali McBeal. Now, what you Anna, you said that the uh, your theory about the clones thing. Yeah, you know what? It's all, not my theory, by the way. I can't claim it, but I. Well, I, but I, I all wish the, I remembered the guy who I saw. All the clues do point to that. Now, whatever I saw on Reddit did not give me any of that, right? Uh, it didn't give me any of the, the the clone stuff. But yeah, I mean, you know, she goes to this dark cavern and sees multiple versions of it. Will you please stop it? He's covering his ears. I'm not saying anything that you haven't seen already. Movie. So, and then she sees multiple versions of herself. Everything points to that, you know, between that and even when as you think that that lines up in your mind. Well, even as if we if uh, later on, we're going to get into the Mandalorian and the whole Baby Yoda um, uh, uh, storyline. And then you have that one guy, doctor, such like and said, such. We'll, like I said, we'll get into that when we talk about well, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like he, he has a Camino patch. I mean, it's just, it seems as if all arrows point to this whole cloning thing, because if you're going to if you're going to bring that into that element into this into this space fantasy opera all right well it's an element that's already been introduced and has a long history you're right it doesn't really come out of left field in a way it, me- it does in the sense that because star wars for us originally has always been a, a galactic 
Arthurian Arthurian tale. Yeah, but it's also been all space stuff and, and clones and clone wars has been there literally since the first movie. Which, by the way, the original trilogy, I, I've I've I'm meaning one, two, and three, I've completely disavowed. But that's a, that's, that's just me. <laughs> But oh, anyway, yeah, but I mean, but Ed, 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 you even again, you even going back to when Luke is talking to Obi Wan, you know, you fought in the Clone Wars, and it's like well, <laughs> Clone Wars. Right. Like yeah, yeah, as a kid, we I, will I, talk I, about I, that. We I, will I, talk I, about that later. Exactly. You know, like, seriously, it's like as a kid, you mentioned it. Yeah, it's mentioned in the movie, and you know, my ears just prick up. It's like Clone Wars. All right, what's <laughs> what? All right, all right, what's going on? You're gonna give me some of this information, and of course, we have to wait. You know, 25, 30 years for it, and then it was kind of disappointing. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but let me just say this: there's a show that has spoiled all this already for me. Okay, and it's called Into the Badlands. Now, Into the Badlands. <laughs> okay, we're done with <laughs> no, 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 this no, no, with no, the no, show. I know you think I'm monkey wrenching here, but I'm not. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I read. No, no. Let's see where this goes. Go. Yeah. Okay. Into the Badlands <laughs> has this kid with a force, and he. To reveal his true nature in his past and future, he goes into the room of mirrors. Bam! That happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, does it, pre- does it predate? Yeah, Last predate- Jedi. Really? Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to, I'll have to ask my mom. She watches. She watches into the Badlands. Don't oh. don't care for the show. Now, okay. <laughs> but anyway, now, there's a there's a guy, a badass swordsman, clipper. They call him a clipper. Yes, the clippers. Yes, who cares after a little child? Bam! A the Mandalorian, <laughs> and now the Mandalorian is doing it. Into the Badlands. You're is... saying you're saying Disney is Disney is ripping off AMC. Uh, Disney I... is ripping off AMC, and the Into the Badlands is the original now, Star Wars. <laughs> now, one more thing. One more thing. Um, before I finish, it's it's in one of the trailers we got Darth Ray. So that yes, very right, exciting, and that's just one thing that still is shrouded. You know, no pun pun intended, and that 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 is something that's just sort of really still mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this it's point, it's not I'm mysterious. Like, it's obvious CGI work. Come on. <laughs> but you know what? You talk about clones. There's your clone right there. There's hmm. no doubt in my mind that we're gonna see um, uh, multiple rays at some point. Or uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if like, hey. Knights of Ren take off the mask, and there are clones of someone, someone. Um, oh, not bad. Right? Not bad. Are the not Knights bad. Of, are I the like Knight, that theory. Are the Knights of Ren what you're talking about, how they kind of predate the Jedi, right? Well, the you know, the, of... the, the suspicion has been the Knights of Ren is when Luke talks about the, the day the Jedi Academy got destroyed by Kylo, he basically says... You know, he killed all the other students and then took a handful of them and left. And the assumption is, a lot of people anyway assume, well, the Knights of Ren were his his, his group of, you know, Padwans that he took under his own wing and turned into this, you know, terrible strike force for Snoke and the New Order. Um... I'm sorry. Are you are you, uh, are you are you done with your? Uh... No, my, my well, yeah. I mean, I had a comment that's like I thought it would be funny. It's like, hey, Kylo, why don't you join our? Why don't you join our band? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so your idea is, is Kylo is a sort of a Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's dating me oh. even more than John's P Diddy reference. <laughs> Poor um, Bowie. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to really talk too much because uh, honestly. Ed will tell you, as as my reactions of covering my ears are, 
uh, have been for guys, everyone, when he's trying to go into spoilers. Well, if you haven't seen episode eight, Miguel, I mean, I don't try to go into spoilers. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I don't want to hear them. That's my, my point. And I'm, I'm not, not giving you. any of them. I'm not blaming you, but I'm just saying, no, but you have, like, again, I, Anna, I have only seen the officially released trailers. I have not watched any TV spots, nothing from YouTube. The only other thing other than those trailers is uh, Ed sent me a clip, and it was yeah, uh, it, it was it was it was. It, I do I, send you and Jeremy uh, like like you know YouTube's of of these trailers, right? But clips. the only one I saw is is is, is one. You sent me one, okay. and I said, All "Don't right. send me any of these." Anymore. All right. <laughs> so so um, I, I think I think one of the things that that we kind of have to remember, and I will give you know credit to Disney for this. People like me, and I think perhaps a bit people like Ed, we have a tendency to to want to know things, you know. And when you get into the movie theater, I don't know about you guys, but I have this little exercise with my girls. You know, I'm like, I you totally see that coming, right? You totally see that coming, right? Or you saw that coming, right? right. So we have like all kinds of predictions, you know, and we kind of we 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 as a as a I, certain certain fans like to be right, you know, about things. Oh, yeah. And I have to hand it to Disney. They have not given me any of my theories, <laughs> so you have nothing to worry about. Well, I mean, like I spoilers. again, I have, I have my, I've had my theories as I told you. For you know, I was talking to Ed about the whole Ray Palpatine thing. Um, but the truth is, for the most part, I don't. Wa I want to go in fresh. Um, I think that in today's, but you can't, can you? Well, I think that in today's media environment, it makes it this much, much harder. Yeah. You know, when we were kids. There was a lot less of exposure. You had a handful exactly. of commercials, and it wasn't until cable started really be being penetrating, at least here in New York City, that you would even have like a, I remember a big thing when I was a kid was that E as the the E the Entertainment Channel yeah. used to have a trailer show, <laughs> and so you could you know if you knew what time it was on, you could get to watch. Another, you know, oh, the trailer for this movie I want to see is coming out. I know that, you know, at least three or four times this week, I could see it again, possibly record it if it was something I really, really wanted to see. And be like, this is my only chance to see this. Now it's just, it's so willy-nilly, it can it's be true. hard. Um, but I prefer not going in there. Uh, when I think of some of the most impactful moments of, and I know this is getting a little off Star Wars, I'm sorry. But when I think of some of the most impactful moments I've had in a theater, it is moments that I had no idea what was coming. Total surprises that there wasn't the sort of let's show everything in the trailer, let's show everything in a billion different spots. Um, in Lethal Weapon, I mean, uh, the moment where, you know, Riggs comes and saves Murtaugh, or the moment where they do the double, you know, shooting uh -huh. of Mr. Joshua. In Reservoir Dogs. I'm getting too old for this shit. In Reservoir Dogs, where, you know, where Mr. Pink, who is on, you know, on his deathbed, mm you know, ends up shooting Mr. Blonde, you know, after he's cut off that guy's ear. You no one saw, you don't see that coming. It's a rush and it is forever ingrained in my reaction. Mm -hmm. No matter how many times I see those films and I'm familiar but with that, them. That, but that's a credit to the guy who puts the trailer together. I mean, yeah, that's I was going to say that too. Mm -hmm. No, see, because I think the issue is trailers tend to show so much. TV spots are showing so much that you can almost piece together you know, whole blocks of the film. I think this, just from what they're releasing, and so well, I, I prefer to in, go in, in all there honesty, blind. With, give some credit to the trailer makers. I mean, if that's all they got to work with, then they got to give you the best moments, right? Well, they so are the mercy. See, that's, I, I, see, no, no, no. That's, the best that's moments my point. are in the trailer. I don't think they have to give us the best moments. 
I don't think that. I, well, their job is were, to whet your appetite, isn't it? Yeah, but you can whet the appetite with not. You know, I don't need every money shot. I don't need every action sequence. I don't need every dramatic break or thing. I, I mean, that's like, what think, I'm saying. If I mean, well, well, has, Anna, think if about if this. If the movie's filled with them, then then he, he doesn't have to give you everyone. He gives you a couple just to make you want more. But, the, but more that's the thing is they they, they don't give you just done. a couple. They give you a lot. I mean, just think about this, Anna. Think you know, about this. That's also, by the way, I think there, there is something to what you're saying, and I will give you this. Like, it used to be, at least when we were kids, that you had a trailer and that was it. Right, yeah. Now you have the pre, the second, right, and yeah. you have the teaser. third. And the it, teaser you know. for the teaser. Well, look, look, look. The way, uh, the, the, here's how, because trailers are the, the, the end product of the marketing arm of, of the business, right? The way that it should be done is the way the Deadpool teaser trailers are done. It's just, he comes out and he talks to you. Uh, that's very you know? specific though to that. That is specific. Thing. But what I'm saying is like, uh, you know, but but basically what, what, right. what my, we're my, getting my, my, is that. What, I'm, what I want to say is this, is that it's, think about, um, think about this. Imagine if they had never <clears throat> shown us that first teaser for it. It's Star Wars. It's already going to be mm. huge, right? And they didn't tell us about Palpatine. That there was nothing at all. It would have and been more when impactful. you get in the yeah. theater and suddenly, I agree. boom, I completely agree. Palpatine? Well, Palpatine's in this. Holy, yeah. it would have been. True. It would have been an epic moment. Now I know it. You know, it, I'm already prepared for. Okay, we're gonna somehow get into Palpatine, and it doesn't matter how. It could be. You know, I personally don't think he's gonna show up as himself. I think we're gonna get like a recording or something. Well, this like goes that, back to AI, this goes back to the, those this goes back to the four quadrant marketing thing. They yes. have to dangle carrot, and they have to dangle carrot to all four quadrants, right? Because it's money. It's money but involved. They used to, I mean, uh, my point is they used to always... You know when it started ruin, getting ruined? These mm. previews ruined like the cinema experience, like what you're saying? It all started with the Blair Witch Project. No. <laughs> let, let me tell you. This is I don't what, even know what you're talking about, John. The original... The movie was in the previews. <laughs> the original... For those of you who don't know, the original Star Wars trailer used to go like this. Somewhere in the galaxy. Somewhere in space. Somewhere in space. It's all happening. Right now. The Star Wars. You know, and it's just like the story of a boy. The words are just flying into the field towards the camera. I agree with you guys that marketing like this is probably necessary for maybe new franchises or new movies or new things that are trying to come out. But this is Star Wars. But this is Star Wars. You don't need to pump it up. Like, honestly, even people who haven't really liked 7 and 8 are still going to go to C9. And if they're not, they're going to see it on the red book. Somehow, yeah. Yeah, there's, somehow there's, they're gonna end there's up. There's anticipation seeing, for all this. Yeah, you know, there. I mean, there was there was a whole story about a kid who was dying who asked Disney to see, you know, epi- I think it was episode seven before he, you know, he had a, a, a terminal disease. He wasn't expecting to make it to November. All kidding aside, and so Disney actually, you know, set up for him a, a, a preview of the movie so that he could like see episode seven because he wouldn't get to the rest right. of it. I I, and, I don't I don't want to be cynical, Anna. <laughs> About? And I know, and I know you you want to be serious about that. A terrible, terrible story, tragic for him. But man, what a con that would be! <laughs> <laughs> what a con! Well, I mean, you know, we should pull that. We should pull that. We should pull that. We're not going to pull the. Anyway, Ian. What I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that I think you're right in the sense that it gives you too much. I completely agree with you that we could have seen Ray twirl in the sky with you know some sort of yeah ship following her and her attacking it like the very first scene that we get in the desert i think it's whatever planet it might be tatooine and and that would have been great and everybody would have still gone to see you know but it's become 
it's become a tradition to give too much away. And at the same time, it's become a tradition to do more than one trailer, which is kind of upsetting because I completely agree. There's something very clever about the way, and it's not because I'm nostalgic, but there's something very clever about keeping mystery. Yeah, it's something that, the, that you know people are going to go see. The anyway. theater experience of actually watching something for the first time. Um, I think one of the best, most recent uh, occasions that brings this up was Avengers Endgame, where in that theater, there a lot of things happen. Talk about predictions and mm. know what's going to happen and your theories. You know, when they get to the point where you know the big three—Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America—are fighting Thanos. And Mol the know, scenes like Molnir, him lifting the hammer, mm -hmm. but then getting beat down like a government mule, and I'm at the edge of my seat, going, <laughs> you know, I'm going like, uh, is is Steve? Am I going to see Captain America die? You know, and and you know, this is superhero stuff. I'm assured mostly the here the good guys are going to win. I, you know, there's not tension for that, but at that moment there was tons of tension. Yeah, and that's like, oh, maybe he is. It's like I know that mm -hmm. his his contract is up. Maybe Chris Evans <laughs> is going to die. No, but then the answer goes like, oh, that's how they okay. That's how they're going to resolve. They wouldn't that. kill the beer belly. Come on. Okay, well, 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 I mean, I'm talking about but, Captain America, right? And in that moment where he confronts Thanos, you're like, oh, he he. He, he's the arm is broken. He tightens the shield up, and he's walking. It's him versus an army. He's the only one standing, and then all the other heroes come in, mm -hmm. and that was a moment. That Avengers Assemble moment is that. It's that emotional rush. Yeah, that was a that Marvel will, cover, by the way, will, and I loved it. And you will always remember for the rest of your life because you didn't see it coming. You didn't see it in a billion of the trailers. They didn't have that in the marketing until after the film came out. After the film came out, they showed. <coughs> it was on everyone's feed. It right, was on yeah, everyone's yeah. feed. Um, you, you mentioned, <coughs> oh, we got an Amber Alert. Okay, we wouldn't have to cut that out. <coughs> okay, so. How did you know before you read it? So Are you, you hiding something? <laughs> so you mentioned before about contracts, right? You know. Right. Um, J.J. Abrams would say, or I don't know where this comes from, that this is the end of the Skywalker saga. But does that mean that it's the end of the story of Rey? Um, I don't uh, think so. Poe? No, no. I Finn. think that they've introduced these new characters and the new situation of however is going to be the status quo in the galaxy after. Mm -hmm. And they'll let it lay out. These are a very young performers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I have no doubt that it's very, po I mean, you don't, Knock on wood, you don't want to say it, but maybe by the it's very possible that by the time they get around to doing it, they're gonna have like some new contracts and well, new projects. I, uh, I was getting a little darker. This is very possible that you know, Hamill may not be alive. You know, it's possible that you you won't be able to tap into any of the older characters. Mm -hmm. You know, Billy D is coming back, he's you know, he's up there, you mm -hmm. know, but Daisy Ridley, you know. Uh, she Boyega, got a long, a long career ahead uh, of her. Oscar Isaac, mm -hmm. these are young performers. You could easily see them letting it, you know, ah, nine years, eight years. Mm -hmm. And now we're bringing back new Star Wars, you know, next chapter for Ray. Mm -hmm. And how, what, she'd be in her 30s? Yeah. Come on, yeah. you know? I mean, so uh, it won't be the end of Star Wars. Like, like John said, it's a cash cow. They, they invested the money for a reason. Yeah. Um, we'll see more things. I think the real question is where will Star Wars as the franchise for Disney be? Will they I, go in for more films or will we see more streaming content? I think you guys touched on this already, but it's going to be that 
combined Jedi Sith adventure. I think it's going to be like a new kind of Jedi. Something. I think yeah. With the last, with the last Skywalker, last Jedi, it's the end of that type of. Right. It's the end of that type of thing. I just made a, a I just did a zip on my lip and threw away the key. Oh, because you read something on Reddit. All right, okay, again. <laughs> we, will now, we will now be moving that, on. That I didn't, I didn't, no, no, no. An HBO show. No, this, right? ladies and gentlemen, I didn't read anything. I saw something. Okay, well. well. <laughs> this should be a new segment, Reddit on Reddit with Ed. Reddit on Reddit. <laughs> Reddit on Reddit Edit, with Ed. Reddit. <laughs> Edit, Reddit. Get it? Get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. All right, so um, I think way. that we've covered what we need to cover here. Um, there's obviously a lot of anticipation. I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it because like I said, I'm very, very fresh and, you so know, it's, it's coming out the 21st, you know, here in France, not the 18th. Spock dies, ladies and, and gentlemen. And Spock my dies. husband doesn't know this, but Fuck this is, you. you know, probably how he'll be celebrating his Fuck birthday. You, <laughs> it ends with Kylo Ren putting his hand in the glass. Okay. The needs of the many. And then. Always. <laughs> So you're saying no, JJ? No, no. So you're saying no, no, no. JJ? Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying JJ rips off Wrath of Khan for a third time? Um, who, Siler, what's his name? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he comes out. Quinto comes yeah. a Quinto, Quinto. Quinto comes, comes out, out of woodwork. Like, mm, illogical. Mm, illogical. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, we're excited for Rise of Skywalker. We're now going to move into the next phase, which is uh, the a less oh. controversial aspect. Of Star Wars, uh, Rise of Skywalker is coming off of Last Jedi, which had its divisions. And this project, the first streaming program uh, and something that Disney is obviously based a lot of, put a lot of faith in because, you know, the success of their Disney Plus platform, I would say, uh, very much has been dependent on this this program, which is Lucasfilm's The Mandalorian. Um, now, uh, this is a show, uh, spearheaded by, uh, Dave, Dave Filoni, Filoni and John Favreau. Uh, Filoni, of course, is the, the mind behind, um, a lot of Star Wars content, um, that, you know, since the prequel, so Clone Wars, Rebels, a lot of different shorts and things. And it's already very, it's already been, been tagged as a American space Western. I mean, you go to, I am, you go to Wikipedia and look at the Mandalorian it's it, it's classified as American space western yeah. uh, web tel- uh, web television series, right? You know, and barring, it wears its influences on its sleeve. Yeah, completely. You know, good, bad, and the ugly. Anything that's pretty much spaghetti western. Oh, oh I, I sent Clint you that Eastwood. whole like fan trailer that is done totally as an mm-hmm. Italian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, western yeah, yeah. In you know, it's like Il Mandaloro. <laughs> and we, you know, what, what pri- prior to to its release, we heard rumblings that it was going to be in that fashion. I didn't realize how much of it mm-hmm. that it that it had taken because how are you going to the Mandalorian? I mean, we know the Mandalorian from watching Clone Wars, uh, Boba Fett. We've had discussions of, yeah, of, whole, of are, are the Fett's. Where Django and Boba, ever yeah, really for years and years, yada, yada, these yada. were mysterious characters, and they've sort of kind of fleshed out in the extended universe, right? Um, and that some of it's ca- canon, some of it's not so canon. Yeah, picking but you and I, we go Mandalorians. We, well, what, what, what are they? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, in, in all honesty, as huge as the Star Wars fan I am, and I have to ask you this, Anna. Um, I was, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, 
But I have to, and read, a, read and was into a lot of the extended universe stuff, you know, now it's legends they're called. But by the time I would say maybe 97, 98 came around, I had stopped reading the comic books. I'd stopped reading the, the, the novels as much. And I know that it was during that period that there was all of this development of the, the lore around the Mandalorians that I just kind of passed me by. I mean, if you just go on Wikipedia, I suggest anyone just go to Wikipedia and look up like all that stuff. It's super complex going back thousands of years. So yeah. all of these store stories. So getting a show that's going to be like, no, this is going to be, this is where you're going to reveal the stuff about them is very satisfying. It uh, is very intriguing. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun for me. Uh, and, uh, and a it's natural fit for something like a Star Wars show to take that sort of corner of Star Wars, expand upon it, right. do fan service, but also give new stuff. So uh, just going to go around here. Um, Anna, your your impression of the show so far? So I I, uh, I, I have to say this, you know, John Favreau, it, it seems to me like whatever he put his hand on, you know, just turns to gold. And I kind of said this to you before, so I'm, you know, I'm going to yep. say it again. Here's, here's my reference of the day. My baby's all grown up. He's all grown up. <laughs> and that's a reference from Swingers. When is, when is Vince Vaughn going to appear in Star Wars? <laughs> exactly. That, that's, that's, that was going to be my question. When is he that's coming? Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're, you're, to squeeze all of Vince into Baby Yoda, you know? Your credits, baby. Your credits. <laughs> your credits. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, think, I think he's clever. I think he's funny. I think he's smart. I think he, he did a very good job with it. It's very exciting. My younger crowd, you know, love it. My girls love it. My husband loves it. There's a distinct sense of humor that I think is very John Favreau. Um, that you could find, you know, in, in Iron Man and in a lot of other movies that he's made. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's for, for the French folk, it's, you can easily follow the stories because yeah. there, it's not the most, it's not a lot of dialogue and talking, even though there is, um, but because it's very action-based, but it's very, because the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, he doesn't talk a lot. It's just like, you know, for Pete's sake, you didn't even get to see Pe Pedro Pascal's face uh, at all. But his performance well, comes Guns shines are through. His religion, so that you know that says it all. <laughs> but but like but like your your husband, I'm sure he's able to follow. He's able to follow. I mean, everybody's able to follow. It's it's kind of funny because we uh, we watched the rebel uh, rebels and we watched the Clone Wars, and so there's there's a lot of questions about who the Mandalorians are, and so every once in a while we find ourselves trying to kind of um, tie into the lore that we've already seen through the right. animation series. You know how they respected it actually in the in in the in well. The, I think I think that that's that's part of Dave Filoni's involvement. He definitely is bringing that. It's very it's very clever because the girls are like, ooh, ooh, and that's that's the that's the metal thing, right, for the armor, right? Because that's what that's what the you know it's going to be all shiny. There you go. There you go. That's what girls can, get. Can I, can I just say, uh, John Favreau's sense of humor? Um, let me just say, there is nothing funnier than a jed than a dead Jawa. <laughs> There's nothing funnier. Those fuckers had it coming. I, I just want to say that they don't destroy. <laughs> they steal. Well, the scenes where, like, you, you know, like I remember. Hey, hey, look, look. Here's the truth. They earned a death sentence <laughs> for this reason. If this is a western, they stole his horse. Just that exactly. was a death sentence back in the day. You did not steal a man's horse in the old west. You do not 
maroon a Mandalorian on a on a on a ho- an inhospitable planet with Nick Nolte. That is that's a death sentence right there. That's a death sentence. Well, for years and years, you know, we've only known Jawa uh, Jawas as uh, um, these uh, these scavenger type creatures, faceless creatures, and we go, well, how do they like do like we got to see some action going on. And never had I imagined that Mandalorian would climb up one of those crawlers, grab one of the guys, (laughs) grab one of the Jawas, and just like rip him away, like just throw him off. Yeah, and they did all of that for what? For a stupid egg. Like it wasn't even to raise the animal to like use in some way. It was to like, you know, get get the yolk out of it. Yeah, Anna, you don't know what that, that yolk is a highly, highly... It, it's a hallucinogen that hits you really hard. <laughs> that's what that's, that's like their that's, that, that is afterwards. that's Jawa peyote. That's what that is. <laughs> but uh, so um, you really I'm shaking my head like the Mandalorian did in the scene. <laughs> so you're so you're 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 enjoying the show so far. Um, your general um, feeling towards the general plot and the characters, you know. I think I think it's very funny to to marry to to create a marriage of sorts between what we all know as the Yoda character, only mm-hmm. a mini version of him, and you know who who can defend himself, but who's who's mostly about keeping the peace. I think that Yoda is much more about keeping the peace than he is about starting wars or defending the peace. Let's put it that way. And the Mandalorian, which which is a race of warriors, like they're known for for that. They're known for not just killing and 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 but they're known for fighting. So I think it they was get very the job smart to, to marry the two. They're a race, very, but very not clever. a race, right? They're a race, but not a race. They have they've adopted, they've adopted. They have a yeah, whole planet, adopt. but then it's more about the culture. And then it was like they had become peaceful for a while. And then sort of during the Clone War era, sort of the warrior culture makes a roaring comeback. Mm. They ally with the Empire, then they're betrayed by the Empire. They have this history of apparently some long ago uh, war against the Jedi or the New Republic. It's all again. This goes into yeah, all because this stuff he says like, he says like they took yeah. me in when I was a kid, right? So which says that it's not a blood thing. It's not right. a genetic. You can be thing. adopted into the you culture. You can become a, you, you can become, become the culture. Yeah, and I th- and I kind of feel like the the main character. <clears throat> excuse me, in the show. I think there's a high possibility that he's been adopted as well, because you know you keep seeing scenes of him, his village getting attacked. You don't. Well, know he exactly says that. Who. He says he outright says that. He says they t- the Mandalorians took me in. Mm. So I, I, my assumption was that that his parents had been killed, and yeah. the Mandalorian have some a Mandalorian or Mandalorians found him, and then they were like, well, we're not gonna, you know, we're and and you know we also know that the Mandalorians have some kind of code. They aren't just you know a a barbarous culture. They no. have some sense of, of decency, honor, some kind of morality. Can, can I call them Daft Punk? Because they walk around with the same helmets <laughs> all the time. Well, I'm, hey, that honestly. Daft Punk of Star you, Wars. you know, Anna, you've just, that's, that's, there you go, guest star. They should, you they cannot call that, them, right? you cannot call them Daft Punk because there's no letters that, uh, no LCD letters that scroll across doing, the. Why are you doing a German accent? I don't They're know. France. Oh, they are from France, right? <laughs> I'm just doing the the uber European like you know. You're just doing Dita from Dita. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy Daft Punk also. <laughs> um, so uh, you're you're enjoying it. You think you, you think? Is, is there anything in the show that you kind of have 
not likes, <laughs> anything that yet a false notes, anything that you is disappointing or you think could be the done better. The episodes are 36 minutes long, so I kind of find them a bit <laughs> yeah. short. That, yeah, that's yeah. my only complaint. I mm-hmm. want more. <laughs> coolie cool, coolie cool. Uh, John, uh, our, you've, you've also been keeping up with, with the show. I've been keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> the Kardashians. The Kardashians. <laughs> Isn't that a Star, Star Trek thing? That's yeah, Star that's, Trek that's thing. for another show. <laughs> cool to cuts. <laughs> just walked in, just had a meeting with Chris Jenner. <laughs> Don't don't use the force, Harry. Sign Gandalf. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John, you've been keeping up. Um, you, you're you're as caught up with us because I think it's like we're on episode five or six. Yeah. And uh, what's your what's your feeling on the show? And would you, did you have any preconceived notions going in? Were you like, oh, I know the Mandalorians, I know that lore, or were you just like, what's this? I want to just give a shout out to my subscription service called. Uh, Ing Networks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> Let's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, you're uh, kidding. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, did, were, did you have any idea of what the what they were, what the Mandalorians were? Did you have any no, like? No, I I just knew about them as far as the movies go. I didn't watch the the other TV series, the okay. cartoons. I didn't read any of the other books. You just saw it. and It says like, oh, oh, that's the same armor like, as Boba Fett and his yeah, father. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's something. Uh, but and how are you liking it so far? So uh, so far so good. I really like it. The cinematography is beautiful. It's a gorgeous. The effects movie. are beautiful. The action's beautiful. Uh, you know, the writing is pretty good. The only thing, I'm not upset or disappointed with it, but like, the the plot has not been really moved after like the third episode. It's, it's very like, episodic. It's just like yeah, yeah it's, it's just like it's like watching, meanders from one thing to the next to the next. It's kind of like yeah. Hercules. Yeah, you know, it's just like I don't. <laughs> no, but you know, it's like you just watch the episode. He, he beats some dude up, and then uh, he lives to to go on another day, and that's kind of what I'm starting. To first feel. off, first off, John, remember <laughs> when we first met? My first rule was you never mention Kevin Sorbo <laughs> in my presence. You did. Technically speaking, you didn't mention Kevin Sorbo. All right, but okay. We, I'll let him go this time. We do this have... time. This time, that's a mulligan. But that's a mulligan. We don't mention Kevin Sorbo on the You're show. Supposed to get fired. But Kevin Sorbo knows this, why. If this, he knows why. If this triggers a whole entire like you know series of events, a listener goes Kevin Spor- Sorbo, and then if we find Kevin Sorbo in a Star Wars series at some point, then we have license to kill. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. You, you just put. Like, you just. You just started a domino <laughs> effect that we don't know how it's going to. But again, continue on saying that you would wish that so, the. So can I add to this and mention Xena, the Warrior Princess? Oh, that she would definitely be. Should be a. You know, yeah. if she's well, not. I mean, she was in Battlestar Galactica, so why wouldn't exactly if she Wars? if she doesn't show up as his his adopted Mandalorian mother. Yeah. <laughs> You know who's who like always attempts to kill him every five seconds because that's their that's how they bond. Is, is this the wrong moment to talk about that scene in YouTube that like circulated for a while about you know Boba Fett getting out of the mouth of the the monster who's digesting oh, oh, him over I, a thousand I, years? I actually think that they will. Get, I'll I'll talk about that when I come to my thoughts about it. Uh, but yes, that's uh, you know that's something Star Wars fans have been you know. Asking various for. <laughs> versions and you know EU you know of him surviving after that but uh continue John so you're you're just a little disappointed that you wish it, there was more motion from episode to episode with sort of this main plot which yeah. is the plot of 
the Yoda baby. And, you know, yes, people are coming from him, but we haven't learned anything. Which I gotta say... We still don't know if that's Yoda. That could be a different Yoda. That no, it's not Yoda. That's exactly it's, it. No one is saying it's Yoda. It's just we're referring to it as Yoda Baby because we have no other reference. Right, right, right. But we're it's from it's, the same race, I think. Safe yeah, no, no one's assuming that it's Yoda. Years old is probably from the same race that you know lives to be nine hundred. That's the other thing. As, as already been established as fifty, it can't be Yoda because Yoda only died five years prior. This is five years post Return of the Jedi. So this is after. So he's already yeah, yeah. And a, lot, after a, Jedi, a lot of yes. a lot of watches don't realize that that is it's five years uh, after. And Je- the look on John's face is he didn't realize it was five years <laughs> after Return of the Jedi either. It's like, is this nine hundred years in the future? Nine hundred years in the past? Five years? And it does future? feel like that, right? Because um, the, one of the first images we got were the stormtrooper helmets are on spikes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like is this somewhere? It's just like it. The money is like. <clears> out- they said that the yeah, imperial yeah. credits yeah. it's not as good. Yeah. So so okay so you're not you, you wish that there would be more that they would push that that part of the plot forward more rather than but going then again, on these. Then again, you you know it, it is a it is a series, so they right. kind of got to milk and stretch things hmm. to, to fill. But out it depends. Seasons. Well, I kind of agree with you though, Jack, because it's going to depend on how many. Do you know how many episodes are announced? I think they only got like two only. episodes left so far for the season. <clears throat> really? So I I don't see them wrapping this up yeah. in that time. Probably not. Uh, you know, I'm probably looking at a cliffhanger of some kind. Yeah. But they're, uh, they're probably it, doing like a first season to to see if the audience is out there. And, and it's out there, be... that's for sure. Everyone le- So um anything else any any disappointments anything you don't like no, anything thought, cool points? I, if you want me to really get nitty nitpick um the voice just sounds like a general like uh like air airplane fighter jet pilot <clears throat> Well, that's a stat, but yeah, but that's established in the in the lore. You know, you know that that's how that's how Django Fett sounded. That's how that's how Boba sounded. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna bomb the hell out of him. Okay, all right. Okay, Ed's Ed's making copious notes here. Apparently, he's preparing for. Well, because you know, he's got the Magna Carta going on over there. If if it's my turn, it's your turn. I want I want to start with 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 what your turn in the hot box, son. So one of the things that that we were going back and forth is, and this is just a little, (laughs) just a little, little, little little bit. Yes, this is straight. We got to preface this, Uh, Anna. Of course, you know that on the show, um, apparently the Mandalorians have a saying. This is their live long and prosper. This is their. May the force be with you. It is, it is the know, way. This is the way. Yes. These are top rejected Mandalorian um, Yeah, sayings. we said that, that they had to brainstorm that. So and this is sort of, if there were a brainstorming session, what would be the, <laughs> the sayings that they they kind of thought, ah, that, that's not going to work. You know? And, you know, Miguel, we've been, we were back and forth about this. And it, just, it was just like, you know, we were just texting, just bullshitting, texting back and forth. <clears throat> Some of the things that just never made it, maybe never made it to the show. So yeah, rejected Mandalorian sayings. And I go, okay, like get this done. <laughs> One was, <laughs> I mine was, uh, I'll bet you a diddlad Joe to a damn Defano. <laughs> we got into this whole discussion about Del- Delta Force, and if you've never seen Delta about, Force before, how about Hel- helmet is sold five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> If you never, if you never seen this, don't movie, even just say it. it. People will get the <laughs> no. reference who get it. We no need okay, to explain fine. it. <laughs> I'm a Jew, just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a go, take him down. 
and then on and so forth. And then J.J. Uh, Abrams' friend, Greg Grunberg, who plays a, a, um, um, uh, an X-Wing yeah, fighter. Yeah, you just say it. You don't have to explain it. Greg Grunberg is my co-pilot. Fuck the police. <laughs> uh, you want to do the, 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 the next one? My co-pilot's name was Goose. <laughs> we all, we we all, all like him. Goose. We all like Goose. <laughs> Talk to me, Goose. I'm sorry, Maverick. Talk to me. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Coke is it. Just do it. When they go high, we go low. <laughs> Zeppelin rules. Quid pro quo. And of course, live long and prosper. <laughs> yeah, but you you had a really great one on uh, on the way here. Um, oh, what was that? Uh, on the way, all right. On the way, we had a whole discussion about religion. <laughs> Yo, man, Vatican II is bullshit. You had a discussion about religion, and you don't like Star Wars Easter. That's right. That's right. So anyway, so yeah, so uh, we think that there were probably a lot of uh, a lot of rejected Mandalorians before they settled on. This is the way. I, I think that's good. That's good. We should um, that one, yeah. So. No secret to, to to Miguel or even Jeremy because we've been all like back and forth about this. Just like Rogue One, uh, Rogue One, it is by far one of the best products Lucasfilm has ever pumped out. And um, I just want to like just bring out that the cast is very star-studded. You know, like they bring out a lot of um, uh, those who are out there and like doing well, really really cool it, things six episodes in and it is it is guest star central yeah 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 i mean from Ooh. carl weathers <clears throat> werner herzog nick nolte taika taika plays an ig um right. ig 11 um gina carano of uh yeah, yeah ufc amy sedaris me yes. when bill burr bill burr yeah the i would Kurgan never expect <laughs> space bostonians right wait but the Kurgan himself, <laughs> the Kurgan Clancy himself, Brown. Clancy Brown. Um, I mean, Richard Ayodi, John Carl Esposito, who hasn't shown up hasn't yet. Hasn't shown up yet, but we'll be playing <clears throat> him off. Yeah. Um, Horatio Sands. Yeah. One of these aliens would go, Who, who's that? Yeah. Oh, that's Horatio Sands. Bri- right? Brian Posehn. I mean, it's just been like, it seems like anyone who had ever wanted to be in a Star Wars project. Even they down, them, they call them and it's like, you want to do Star Wars? I know you want to. Do even Star down Wars. to, well, even down to Dave Filoni well, himself. Dave it Filoni makes sense, doesn't it? Like that, that speaks to like the power of Star like, Wars. It, now, at this point, yeah. Uh, one of the, the the last episode that we watched, right before um, X wings show up and they and they and they, they blow up <laughs> the, the the space station, um, three X wings uh, appear out of nowhere. Uh, in it, we're piloted by Dave Filoni. Right, himself, yes. Rick from EUA. Um, who had who's directed gonna, an episode. Who's going to direct The Flash. And the female episode. And Deborah Chow. Who, who had also directed an episode. An episode who is also going to be um, giving us uh, She-Hulk. Right. So, I mean, and of course, she, she's of Rick and Morty fame. Having, Thank Having you. The, <clears throat> the mind behind the Pickle Rick episode. Now, um, <clears throat> so, so you're, you, this is, you know... You're enjoying it. It's it's something you were really looking forward to. Like you said, you're putting it up in uh, a higher echelon of Star Wars. Right. And at the same time, I <clears throat> at this point, we know that there are fanboys who are just really into it. Um, someone at IndieWire already wrote uh, um, a very skate, um, a very you know uh, less than stellar article about oh, the Mandalorian. And not that we we don't have to care. I don't have to. No one has to care. But because after all, this is this is art. They're wrong. This is art, and this is you know it's all subjective at the end of the day. 
and you you and I we talked about it. Um, you I call can the make a Mandalorian show, and I can write a crit- criticizing <laughs> about it. Well, and you know, in the arena. Miguel calls and him. Miguel, the Miguel, these are your words. That it is comfort food. It's comfort food for the fanboys. It's yes. it doesn't give us anything that's uber original. It's not or anything trying like to that. be controversial. It's not. I mean, the biggest <clears throat> quote unquote controversial thing might be oh they're going to reveal Yoda, but there's nothing contentious about that. No, it's no. just like here's something we didn't know. And now we're going to tell that story. Let me give a shout out to my friend. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gabriel Mayers. Let me give you a shout out. Because I saw him on Instagram the other day. He was like, yeah, mother bleep. Didn't give a bleep about uh, Jar Jar Banks. When they were trying to talk about slavery. But now everybody just loves this cute little Yoda. <laughs> cute little Yoda. Cute little Yoda. Well, which Where is funny then because we've seen already there. No one gave a shit. A gazillion memes. But John, a gazillion <laughs> memes have already been uh, created because of Baby Yoda. Yeah. You know, like um, he's like um, uh, it's a meme with him and 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 one of the gremlins. You must you must listen to and I never I don't believe I would ever say these words. But Anna, you must look up Werner Herzog talking about Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Again, words. I never thought I would say. I don't believe that before that moment, those words would ever be strung together. Werner Herzog, Baby Yoda. But this is the reality we live in now. You know what's crazier? You got to look up Nam Chomsky talking about Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Yoda, really? Yeah. Crazy. You know, I mean, I think earlier on, I had a joke about uh, maybe you can buy these at Chinatown somewhere, you know? (laughs) Yes, Mugwise. um, But... One of the things that, uh, aside from the fact that they're what, like thirty-three minutes each episode, right? Well, they've no, they're really they've, short. they've gone, they've gone, be- they've gone between thirty-six and forty-four. Fine, they're really short. They're like they're after dinner minutes at the end of the day. Before yeah, you they realize, could, they could give us a fifty-five-minute-long show, but apparently I'll get they to decided, that. you know. But before you realize well, but it, it's it's well timed. I have to say, it's been it's what, pa- the pacing years is very since we've had like a series that that is half an hour long. They're paced really well. I mean, they're um, paced really, really well. The storytelling well, yeah. is done in in again. There's not a lot of dialogue in in in, in these episodes, and when they do, um, they're very impactful. Um, Pedro Pascal, a good, really good shout out to him. Oh yeah, uh, the performances and they, uh, that that there is also some trolling like. We never get to see his face. Well, you know. Well, but that's uh, that's a part. Whoever of it. said that, I'm sorry to call them out, but that's just dumb. Because you know, not showing your face is the way. The, the <laughs> <laughs> there's this one moment. I bet where, you did a lie, Joe, to a damn defano. <laughs> there's a one moment where, um, you know, like maybe a romantic moment between him and and one of the 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 the, the um a, a female character in this village that they the that natives, they've been yeah. that they've been trying to help out. And she's like saying, "You can stay with us. You can be amongst us. You can live with us." And he, he's about to, she's about to take the helmet off, and just when you think that, oh, are we gonna get it? Are we gonna see his face? He pulls it back down and says, "No, this is the way. This is the way. I have to. I have to keep. I because I, I've sworn never to take this off in front of anyone. No true Scotsman would. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing that I am hoping that they would bring in." Is the the legends and the lore of what we gotten from the extended stuff of the uh, from the Mandalorians? I hope that one day we'll get to see the Dark Blades. Basically, the Dark, the dark Blades Saber, are the, the dark, dark Sabers. Saber. Yeah, 
because um, that was one of the th uh, things that they were sort of giving us me or the anti Jedi, because they were using their brands of 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 lightsabers, which were a dark. Well, the dark saber was apparently it's a it's a um, it's an artifact, mm -hmm. and it is from a period when the Jedi were fighting the Mandalorians, mm -hmm. and apparently. I Already, believe, that sounds great. I believe it belonged to a Mandalorian who did eventually become mm. a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would love to. I mean, there's one particular that. episode which I enjoyed, and this was the whole uh, um, Obi Wan Sabine storyline. Yes. Right. You remember that, right? So uh, yes. Um. Where Darth uh, Darth Maul raised raised grandparents essentially. Is it Darth Maul his brother <laughs> who took who basically. It's like a it's like a well, Klingon, a, a brother, Klingon, a Klingon by culture. Way, by the way, Darth Maul's brother also Clancy Brown, but yes. On. <laughs> but they have this they have this sort of culture where if you take down the top alpha dog, right, then you get to be uh, you get to be the alpha Mandalorian. Uh, and well, but Darth Maul's not a Mandalorian. I know, but but then he take out the 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 the, the top guy, the top Mandalorian, mm. and then he becomes leader of the of of that group. Maybe, maybe. You, you you gain leadership by killing the leader. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Classically, like, whatever the case was, it was their knowledge with it. So. Whatever the case was, what we got was Jedi versus Mandalorian. I would love to get. I want more of that, you know. And I hope that. Well, I, well, maybe in a flashback sort of thing because you can't have it right now. Right now, the only he, Jedi. He, yeah, he yeah. might. He might be taking this in the direction where Baby Yoda is going to train Mandalorian to become, mm. you know, the the sort of bridge between the two cultures. Maybe that might be an interesting direction to go in. Now, another thing is um, one of my theory wishes is that I hope that they're setting up the Mandalorian. As maybe like uh, like one out of uh, like their their uh, one of their Avengers, the the Star Wars uh, version of their Avengers. So have another series with the another series character. with yeah different characters, Wookiees, who knows, characters, and then finally bring them together and bring them together, and they get some a sort fight. of storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that would be great because again, you know, so you want a CW <clears throat> Crisis on Infinite Earths? This I get it, I get it, Ed, I get it. I'm gonna have to take you out and kill you. <laughs> and you know, here's the thing. How every time I how dare you every Blaz. time I tell you how something about the CW, you? you're the one who's always giving me crap. Yes, <laughs> because I'm, you're always. That's how I know that you want to CW this because you're the one who's always bringing it up to me. I never said I wanted to CW this. I said Avengers, my friend. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> continue, Edward. Okay. So um, is there anything on the show that you're that you're you wish was done differently that you didn't uh, you don't like? To be honest, no. Okay. Uh, you know, like, um, I think we're, this is the show that, that I never asked for, but, <laughs> but it's like, it's like waking up Christmas morning and you're getting, and you're getting, no, no, no. It's, it's the apple of Star Wars. It's you're, you're waking you up Christmas for, morning. You didn't even know you needed. You're waking up Christmas morning and you, and, and there's this one present that you never thought you were going to get. Yeah. You open it up and it's like, oh my god, this is this is fulfilling all of you know, my you dreams. Know, you know what? You know yeah. what my version of that is. What's that? Blueberry pancake syrup. <laughs> if I go into a, if I go to a restaurant, I'm getting breakfast. <laughs> and you go it's, and they bring the and they bring the little you know the little caddy of little different caddy. of little different syrups. You're not and you're like and you're like and you're like. You go in. I never asked. And it's like, but... look, if you get, it's like, uh, uh, I'll have pancakes. And you assume you're going to get maple <laughs> syrup, right? You assume it. But then they bring the caddy over and it's like, oh, boysenberry. Oh, this is the way. <laughs> don't mind if I do. 
Oh, no, how can a good how can a good Mandalorian be such a bad so, bounty hunter? So Mandalorian is 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 a he's my blueberry pancake here. IHOP and Mac. Is that yes, exactly. Because um, you know, no one really needed an iPod. No one knew they needed an iPod until, until the it iPod happened. Was created. Right. I I like the fact that because there is we haven't really gotten a big arc, it allows room for more storytelling. Okay. You know, um, because God knows what season two is going to be, which we have no idea how this is going to end so far. Yeah. As, well, as, as, as others have pointed out, um, I hope it, I hope it goes on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll go on for good. Five, at I least think five, you can get, I think, yeah, seasons. you can get between three to five seasons out of this. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I, I think, I think all smart people these days program their series in advance so that it doesn't get into jump the shark territory. Right. Yeah, and, or at least they should. That, you know, they should. I trust Favreau enough to think. You know, I think. I think that well. without a doubt, the the creative team behind <clears> this, <throat> especially. Um, you keep talking about Favreau. Absolutely, he deserves it. But for me, it's Dave Filoni's influence. Filoni, yeah, 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 exactly. Right. I think. I think but he's a guy who is he outside of he the box, outside of the Star Wars box. He knows well. Well, no, he's inside the Star Wars box because he's been handling this I, material since. That first Clone Wars CGI movie. Well, what I mean is that, you know... And he's needed, he's deserved to get kicked up out of, let's can, be can honest... Can we get him to contribute of, to of, episode nine, or is it too late? Uh, well, I don't think so. I, I think that was all JJ, but I think post Rise of Skywalker, I absolutely hope that Dave Filoni has some larger sphere of influence well, on Star Wars. Well, what I meant was that he, he's outside, He like he's given us really Star Wars stories outside of the Star Wars box, right? And that Outside that, of the saga. Now, yeah. that said, you, and we, we kind of got into it a little bit before, he's sort of uniting... Yeah, the fronts, yeah. right? You know, like the the the, the everyone can the agree. last Jedi ha haters with with everyone People else. Who love the, yeah, I, I, well, you you mentioned, like <clears> I said, Favreau. I think Favreau and Filoni are are very much building that bridge to sort of bring everyone. It's like, hey, I you can you can you can dislike this. You can hey, we, but we all love the Mandalorian, right? <laughs> <laughs> we all love the Mandalorian, can you, can you, right? Can you guys can you guys see the pitch for this? Okay, so you go in front of a bunch of executives and they're and you're like. All right, the pitch is a warrior nation that's going to protect the baby Yoda, and we need to find the right, right actor because we'll never see his face. Yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, and the influence is from where? Uh, see, Anna, my opinion is this. Uh, okay, here's how baby Yoda came about. Okay? Mandalorians, don't even go there. No, 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 no. Here's no. how, this is, I'm talking corporate, I'm talking at the, in the halls of Lucasfilm Disney. Oh, Okay. My opinion, and I think I absolutely think that this is 100% true. Filoni comes in, Filoni and Favreau, they pitch this idea. And, you know, what is one of the biggest influences on Lucas's work? You know, you, you look at... Jedi Geki. Exactly. <laughs> right. You look at uh, Japanese um, historical samurai films, mm -hmm. okay, and the Spaghetti Western. And if you look at A New Hope... It is chock full of both of those influences. The, the Western, the Spaghetti Western, is absolutely in A New Hope. And obviously, stuff like um, Hidden Fortress and Seven Curse Samurai, Hours. Seven Samurai, Curse Hours work. Mm -hmm. Now, a very famous <clears throat> piece of uh, Jediiki cinema, uh, pop culture, really, because there's been many versions of it, yeah, yeah. is a series called, and I, I think, I, I assume you must know the series, Lone Wolf and Cub. Of course. 
uh, sometimes called Lightning Swords of Death or Shogun's Assassin. Yeah. Basically, it's it's States. a it's a father figure uh, who travels with a baby, a, yeah. a Japanese, you know, you know, the baby a card baby. of death, that yeah. kind of stuff. And that's I think that was their pitch. Their pitch was spaghetti western, baby card of death, lone wolf and cub with a Mandalorian and a child. And then that was like, oh, that's good, that's good. But uh, what? Who's the, the child? What's the child? And then it was like. What if we make that a Baby Yoda? And then it was like, Baby Yoda! Yeah. Boom! They were like, oh, because we can make Funko Pops. Favreau, you've done it again. Exactly. Here's and your bag of here's money. Here's your giant bag of money, Favreau, because it's like, we can put Baby Yoda dolls, Baby Yoda action figures, Baby Yoda songs, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. They knew how that would work out and that they could marry something <clears throat> So absolutely toyetic, so absolutely built to get. Let me put it this way: like my mom loves Guardians of the Galaxy, and the second the Baby Groot came oh, out, Baby like, Groot. I want a Baby Groot, Can literally in you? that tone. And they knew that they would get women and men and children to all say in the same tone, "I want a Baby Yoda." Can I tell you, Jen has not seen the show, right? But <laughs> as I'm watching it, she only picks up on one thing. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and I, I got I to say to the set designers and to the, the costume designers and to, you know, the whole lore, it's not easy to make something as ugly as Yoda look Looks that cute. That adorable, <laughs> yes. That adorable. What do you I mean, think? Maybe I should show you what's underneath my... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I... Not I, that kind of show. Not that kind of... <laughs> I, I was really looking forward to this. This is the sort of side of Star Wars I wanted to see more. I'll actually be honest with you. I was a little disappointed in the Force becoming a part of the show. I know it's Star Wars. Anna. Why? I know it's. I, look, yeah, I know I've it's asked Star this question. Wars. I, I, I know it's Star Wars. I know you feel, but that's the whole point of something like a Mandalorian, in my opinion. I don't think you needed to have the Force involved. I, you don't you think it's brilliant that you have a kid who knows he's got this power? And I really see. This is the other thing. Use it, but he's too young to have. Anna, full... Anna, I, in my opinion. They already have this, you know, I have a couple of quibbles about thing. One of them is like, uh, he's 50 years old. And I'm like, well, you know, races age differently. A 50-year-old for them is still a child. And I'm going, no, in 50 years, they can learn how to walk and talk and have a certain level of maturity. <laughs> that kid is pulling a con, Anna. <laughs> he's pulling a con and he is going to turn and start talking to the Mandalorian like a sort of like a 50-year-old cab driver from New York. Like, hey, buddy, all right, I'm helping you out here. What, you can fucking talk? Uh, hey, man, look, I'm trying. Look, I got, uh, I got, war I got warrants. I can't. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Can we stop at the local McDonald's? I, I need to like, you know, I got a pinch of loaf here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look, 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 look. Uh, have you ever, uh, you ever had Spice Man? No, oh, I, honestly, okay, I think it's very interesting that they're, they're sort of reinforcing this idea that came out in episode eight, which is one of the ideas that I liked. Um, the idea that the force belongs to everybody. Right. And that it's all around you. And I kind of feel like they're reinforcing it with the show a little yes, bit. Yes, but At you know what? That's what I, right. I took out of it. But I think that you don't necessarily have to showcase. That doesn't mean everyone can use the force. We know that that is a that is a thing. We've seen it multiple times. There are right. certain. But I think I think they already kind of trolled people. Those who have your opinion, right? Which is like that last episode. 
I'm gonna try. Baby was right, gonna yeah, right, try yeah. to lose a use a force, but instead. Well, I mean that that brings also a it blaster is, to yeah, the guy's it, head. It also brings it in a sort of a trump card that can be called on at any time. There, I have my issues with that, but once it happened, it's like, well, okay, now we're doing that. All right, we're going in there because Ed was Ed he had to this. He was like, well, oh, well, you know, this means some connection to Yoda. No, no, no. Right? I, like this is very because. Star Wars is space fantasy. You have to be able to 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 keep that in the background. I'm like, it is a Star Wars universe, right? You know, what, what channel is this showing on in the states? Uh, it's, it's, Disney on, Plus. it's on the Disney Plus. Disney it's Plus. On their it's streaming. Service. It's on Disney Plus. Okay. okay. I, I kind of feel like you know, there there is one thing to be mentioned. Um, I, I kind of feel like traditionally, intelligence shows like this, and especially, you know. Westerns, westerns mixed with with uh, with sci-fi, sci-fi westerns, if we can call it that, traditionally don't last a very long time because they're smart, they're intelligent shows, but they <laughs> you're br- you're they just don't... bringing up Firefly, Anna. That's what you're. That's the wound well, is still. It's not the, the only show though. Right, I know. Yes, but there are different versions of that that haven't really done what they were supposed to do, and I kind of feel like it's smart also. To have the backing of the Star Wars universe for something like oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's definitely giving it a it's leg It's what's going to keep it going, yeah. you know, and keep the interest and kind of almost generate the interest right off the bat, which is what you need to keep a show going. And and it is, it's. I think it's engaging enough. I agree a little bit with John. I do think it's been spinning its wheels a little. The the yeah, stories have been, The stories have been good, but yes, there's this sort of like, well, you haven't furthered... X, Y, Z, we haven't really learned as much about our main yeah. characters as much as I would like. And shout yeah. out, to, as you said, to Pedro Pascal, who is doing such a phenomenal job in what I think <clears throat> is a, actually a very difficult part. You know, um, he's got to do all this with voice and mannerisms, and you get a sense and of very, who And very, very minimal, too. Yeah. Like, you know, he'll just, like, turn his head or look at you, like... It's it's really 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 and that could be and it also that could that could be boring it could be too little but he does it in just giving you the right amount like the episode with the the kid bounty hunter the younger bounty hunter I mean you got to see that okay they could just make him a stoic sort of like terse answers to everything but he showed personality it's like are you even awake it's like i'm awake are you done are you done (laughs) no because as he starts you know he's drawing the flag he's like are you done kid like he's got there's a little wry sense of humor he has he's not just a heartless bastard but he is ruthless again killing jawas is just fucking hilarious (laughs) um (laughs) and and i love the cowboy robot by the way yeah, and, I, yeah, you know, turning in all the senses, you know, kind of I, killing I, everybody. Else. That's it's like your total. That, again, that's you know, Taika. That's Taika Waititi. Yeah, it's it, they. The show, <clears throat> and he has done a lot of great, really fun things. I don't. I, I've said before, it's stuff I've seen before. We've seen these type of characters. It's lone wolf and cub. It's spaghetti western stuff. But it's so well done. Mm-hmm. It mm. doesn't need to how much. How much do you think is an episode? By the way. Oh, I think that I think that we are dealing with Game of Thrones level um, hundred, no. hundreds of dollars. I th- well, hundreds look, of millions. think of think of the level of CGI in any given episode. That's true. That's true. I mean, w- the difference between this and Game of Thrones is uh, Game of Thrones is probably less money on CGI, more on just the cast of thousands that they use. 
Yeah. Here, it's the reverse. It is, you look at that opening episode where um, he lands on the, the he, when he helps out the krill farmers. And yeah. he, that, that space battle, that's as good as anything in any movie from the last seven, eight years. You know, um, the money's all up there on the screen. Um, it's very satisfying. At the same time... It's, I think it's also a really interesting message to, to pass. And, and, uh, and I kind of feel like, you know, sometimes... Just traditional good old elements. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Like, it, you know, when you do them well, even very minimalist. I mean, again, there's probably, yes, there's probably tons of money poured into every episode, but it's done really, really tastefully and well. Like, again, like, you know, everybody knows that you can get CGI into just about anything nowadays. It doesn't mean that it's going to be good CGI. It doesn't mean that, and that the and that, proportions that, are correct. <clears throat> it doesn't mean that they get it yeah, all right. And that's all actually, time. that's actually my, my big complaint about the critics is they, I just don't understand. What do like, they want? What do you want? You exactly. want the, you want the, the wheel to always be invented, you know, because sorry, the majority except, except of now, stuff, of course, of, of course, stuff that's then out the whole there. thing is then, of course, where we've had a discussion about fanboys before is they always have that complaint. I want something new and different. Why are you just doing the same thing? Then they give them something new and different. Well, I wanted it done good. I didn't want this. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, what? It's, no, it's, you got to take a comment to make chances. it because it's disrespectful. It's yeah. disrespectful to one, a genre that you have to respect in a way that because it's very well established. Um, it's a style of filming, it's a cinematography, it's a look, it's a costume design, it's the music. The music is brilliant. I mean, let's talk two oh my seconds God. about who's, the soundtrack. Who's, 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 the, who's, the, who's, who's doing the, the score? Um, well, it's not John Williams, that's for sure. No, um, uh, it's something, uh, it's a <laughs> Swedish name or, or, or something. Just Ludwig Göransson. Yes, um, Ludwig Göransson, who's have done a lot of video game work. And it's brilliant. It's, it's so beautiful. Great. great. Like the Mandalorian's theme is wonderful. The battle sequence themes are, are, are great. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I gotta say that I think the highest compliment I can give it is simply this. If I were 14, would I be watching, if this had come on when I was 14 and years old and in high school, would I be recording this show every single week along with Hell Deep, yeah. Deep Space Nine and the X-Files? Yes, Hell absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that, the, without a doubt. And I would be gushing about it the next day. Did you guys see it? What a great well, episode. When you were 14, it wouldn't be Deep Space Nine, would it? It would be the next generation. And the answer no, is no, 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 no. Yeah. When I, no, when I, no, it was, it was, trust me, Deep Space, it would be around that you forget you forget i'm just a, a tad old, a younger whoa i just you guys <laughs> oh, just well all of you I'm just sorry. you guys just helped me blow my mind away Be between lucy lawless and the, the jedi geckies it's like uh what, what was the um um the quentin tarantino reference the 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 female um assassin lady snowbird boom a star wars version of lady you need, snowbird you need, to, you need to see that that come in oh. starring lucy lawless <laughs> Ooh. Thank you. Thank Ooh, you. Very nice. Yeah. As a as a spurn Twi'leki who's out for revenge. Uh you just want to see really hot Twi'lekis. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, please. Um I I just hope that the show uh continues <clears throat> into the end of the season and uh, with the quality that it has. I'm really excited, as Ed said, uh 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 Giancarlo Esposito, mm. who is a fantastic actor, who's gonna be apparently playing uh, a, a, a moth of some kind, a grand moth of some kind, and we'll get to see, and with that, we'll get to see perhaps sort of the seeds of the First <clears throat> Order, uh, or at least see how politics and things are playing out 
within you know the galaxy post Return of the Jedi. I hope that in future seasons we touch on some things. I would love to see a future season that at least gives me a Mark Hamill. Uh, guest starring a moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like another, as, a, as another. Oh character. my god! Perfect, perfect. He can, he can maybe, future... the, maybe the Mandalorian hands you know Baby Yoda off to Mark Hamill. God, who knows? You never know. Absolutely, who knows? Mark we, is. We Mar could get. You could get Harrison Ford as Han Solo again. You could get another one last ride. You know, because tell me that that would not be sweet. Well, uh, I don't know. No, but yeah. I don't know about you handing me a Baby Yoda. <laughs> Why are you handing me a Baby Yoda? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how to you, change diapers. Did you, have you, <laughs> have you, uh, have you tried calling Luke? I hear he's. Uh, I know somebody can take care of this kid. Don't worry about it. Well, uh, my son's there. I haven't really talked to him in a while. I, I'm, I'm surprised you hadn't brought brought up the whole your your qualms about stormtrooper armor. <laughs> well, yeah, I just uh, you, well, because I'll you say had a this huge and then we'll end the show. <laughs> Anna, all right. So in that second episode, when he goes back for the baby Yoda, okay. I'm watching this and, you know, um, two things about that episode. Okay, <laughs> First one is, so we know the Mandalorians are badasses. And as Bill Burr pointed out in his guest shot, <laughs> you know, I wasn't a freaking stormtrooper. All right. I'm, I'm, I was a wicked hot shot sniper. <laughs> um, you know, uh, stormtroopers, they don't Space have, you know, they're just, they're maybe a step above the red shirts on... Star Trek, because I'm at least maybe a little afraid of the stormtroopers. Like, they're a little imposing. <laughs> Red shirts, well, not so much. But, like, here's the deal. He goes back in for those kids. He goes back in for the Baby Yoda. And he is just taking out stormtroopers left and right. And, like, you really see it's like, oh, so this armor really isn't good for anything because he shoots them. Okay, we knew that they could get shot with the armor. But then he stabs them through the armor. Then he sets them on fire. There is literally, it is not good for anything. There is not one, like you could at least, if they had at least like, you know, he had they had struggled through the flames, but apparently the Empire just did not give they, they, a at crap some point, at all. At some point, they just had to resort to paper mache. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, obviously. You know, if, that, that's... if we're talking about unfortunate armor, what about in the last episode, the egghead? Which is, you know, a, a wink to the old, the New Republics, the, the, the when we see in the first movies. Yeah. In the, you know, the old egghead armor. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, by the way, by the way, that, Anna. That, that, that baseballs made so much fun of. Do you know who that actor was who was playing the security officer on that ship, the lone human? I do not. Who was it? He is the voice of Anakin Skywalker from the from Clone, Clone Wars. Wars cartoon. Yeah. Holy shnikes. No, I did not know that. <laughs> so I think we'll be seeing a lot of that. Um, uh, second thing about, uh, as we were saying about that episode, is um, um, one of my favorite things, and I think this sums up the approach of the series, what makes it good for me, is, okay, so he had rescued the child, and then he's in this standoff against the other bounty hunters. And that's just great Star Wars. That's this kind of scene you want to see, absolutely. But... At the same time, it's like, well, how much are they going to oversell him as a character? Is he just going to be a stoic badass who, you know, you're never concerned about how the situation is going to work out? Because, ah, he's the Mandalorian. He's the toughest son of a bitch in the galaxy. And But he's not, is he? Because right, he because that episode... the rest of his buddies Exactly. That moment where, like, I was going like, is he going to kill all these guys? Oh, that's going to be lame. Because I kind of felt like, yeah, we get it. He's a badass. He could... But instead, you realize, you're like, no, he... 
he, he can't get it out of this. Yeah. He's going to die. He's going to die. And then the standoff is that yeah. you come in with all of those Mandalorians, all of them in the armor. It is yes. Avengers. Yes. And again, Captain America. a moment you did not expect yeah. came um, out of nowhere was there is logical. The one in the, the one with the Gatling gun. That's, that's John Favreau, by the way. Oh, really? That's John that Favreau. I did not know. Holy cow. Excellent. Yeah. Well, he, he knocked it out of the park with that. And I think the series has knocked it out of the park. It's so solid. It's so well done. Um, it's, they can yeah, he make... needs to get himself a rocket pack. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't wait for that to happen. And also, I mean, like, think about even which, the... Which can restart the whole toy yeah, issue exactly. about the rocket pack. So many... My brain is blowing up again. Oh. RDJ as the leader of all Mandalorians. Oh, oh right. my God. So what, 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 what do we got going here? Some kind of... <laughs> Is it Baby Yoda? I also find it, it really Yoda? amusing it that the blacksmith is, that is a woman, it? by the way. You, sir, you, sir, have an armor problem. Oh, my God, yes. Ed just is a girl. Ed, 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 just, Ed, just, Ed just blew my mind because he said you got, he's got to come in as the new armorer. <laughs> he's the new guy building armor. And you, it's like, sir, need a two-point, a five-point update. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not I mean, bad. It's not bad. <laughs> I've done better. I've definitely done butter. That's for sure. Um, um, but like even the smallest things, like this is a show that, think about this, I have to watch the end credits, not because anything is revealed, but for those awesome concept concept, concept art. art that they're doing, which is, yeah. has its own lore yeah. and history within Star Wars. So I think we're all mm -hmm. saying we definitely want like the show. Um, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, because we actually didn't reveal a lot. We didn't get into a lot of the plots no. and stuff, but- it is, it's just so super solid. Can't wait to see where it goes. Cannot wait for whatever the cliffhanger is for this year. And obviously, Favreau has already stated in public, they're already working on season two. F and the police. F the police. <laughs> this is the way. Get to it. Get this done. I bet you did a lot, Joe, to a damned if I know. So, um... So he's got two months until February to start out, you know, to give us season two. Yeah, well, I, I hope, like you said, I hope they have it planned out. I hope they knew where they were going... And like, you know, whatever sort of like has occurred to them, the things like for all like, maybe they didn't know Baby Yoda was going to pop. Maybe they didn't know. <laughs> and they were like, holy crap. Okay. We got to, they know how to sell you cute crap. Yeah, that's they true. That's true. You, you know what? For a second there, I thought you were just another what are you, Mogwai? Billy Bear. What are that? Yo. I thought, I thought the Baby Yoda was a Billy Bear. Billy Bear. Billy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he would know it would be Mogwai. Maybe they're going to go back to the Dagobah system. Oh my God. There you go. Oh my God! Because you don't know what what was left over. I'm gonna there. crawl into a corner right now and cry. You don't know what was. Oh my, no, Anna, you're so right. You don't know what Yoda left back there. You don't exactly. know. If, if, <laughs> you don't know seriously. Mm, mm -hmm. Illegitimate children, I have. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> and, you, and you see Baby Yoda go into the cave and come out like bigger. A oh God, or 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 again, they just, don't grow like this. They have growth spurts. You know, or maybe, or you know, the Mandalorian finds Yoda's, you know, stash of porn, something. I mean, you know. By the way, one thing, one thing I needed to bring up when Baby Yoda blew up, I was like, did everyone just forget about Yaddle? <laughs> this Remember is the Yaddle? first time we've ever from, the, like, from yo, the prequels. Remember Yaddle, her? Yaddle Live The matter. female Yoda character that was a part but, of the council. But didn't have any lines. But didn't have any lines. And we never found out Remember Yaddle? Anyway. But, um, this is the so way. anyway, let's, this is the way how we end the show. <laughs> um, as always, um, I think we had a good discussion. We're definitely looking forward to, you know, more going on. <clears throat> uh, Anna, as always, thank you for bringing uh, always your voice to the episodes. 
uh, always bringing your point of view and your enthusiasm. Welcome to primetime, girl. And your and you know, <laughs> again, I don't even know guys. what that means. She's been on so many episodes. I bumped her up. I get doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't bumped get her it. up. You're trying. See, you're trying to make that into this is the way, and it's not working. It's not going to happen, Ed. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but again, thank you, Anna. As always, we thank uh, Jonathan Vergar for the use of Pancake Studios. Uh, and thank uh, you, John. We will come back. Next week with the new episode, and ho- and hopefully it will be a review for Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. The Rise so, of JJ. So, uh, as always, uh, I want to thank my co-host uh, uh, Edward Ng. This is I'm, the way. I'm Miguel Easter Alejandro. for Christmas. <sighs> That's not going to happen either. I know. <laughs> and as always, until next time, to be continued. This is the way. This is the way. I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and now on YouTube. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Until next time. Hello out there, everyone. My name is Miguel Alejandro Velez. And Edward Ng here. And we are the host of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. As anyone knows, we are based out of the Park Slope Brooklyn Pancake Studios, providing to us by one Jonathan Vergara. Ed, what can they expect to get out of Pancake Studios? And here at Pancake Studios, covering your audio recording, production, mixing, and mastering needs. And Jonathan is a complete wizard when it comes to these things. Uh, we coming this month, it would be our third year anniversary and, uh, he's made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Look no further. Pancake studios, go to www.pancakestudios.net. I love our logo. No, really. I love our logo. The to be continued fanboy podcast logo was provided to us by friend of the show, Matt Sulkowski, who also runs MSD Studios. And what does Matt do at MSD Studios? He provides positive reinforcement for your brand. Located in Philadelphia, Matt has worked with clients of all sizes and has helped them to focus on designs for campaigns, rebrands, and new brands. Get in touch for your next project, MSD Studios, that's msdstudios.com We had our bathroom basement done. Anna Maria Stanimir Gromo, a friend of the podcast who lives out in France, she consults and she says, hey, let me design your your basement bathroom. And that's exactly what she did. She did everything um, via email, via FaceTime. Did the renderings and everything, right? Renderings and everything. A completely beautiful I took the renderings and uh, hired a contractor, and they are currently putting, the, as we're speaking, putting the finishing touches on my basing. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. Servicing clients domestic international. A master is here to help you through your different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to masterdesign.com. That is a master spelled A-M-A-S-T-A design. <sighs> Oh, what's the matter, Miguel? 
Uh, I feel fat, Ed. I feel the same way, too. Oh, you too, John? Yeah. You guys, you both you guys need to get in shape. And a way to go about this is by going with JP Total Fitness. JP Total Fitness? What's that? Um, our pal, Jonathan Padilla, friend of the show, runs a Brooklyn-based personal training and remote coaching service committed to leading you becoming stronger and faster. Go to jptotalfitness.com. All right. 